Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self-worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Hello and welcome everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, wellness and mental health in the workplace with our amazing guest, Drona Dewey, joining us from Malaysia. You know, this is such a timely topic because many are suffering during these challenging times. Many of us are traumatized from the shock of COVID, uh, uh, increase uh, in uh, uh, just violence in the community, uh, you know, just a lot of instability in governmental and political structures. And it's just so much going on. And whether we experience it personally or vicariously, It is quite traumatizing, and uh, many are suffering during these times and feel overwhelmed. And in the workplace, despite all of this, many are burnt out, but they are expected to serve and be productive in the workplace despite growing mental health concerns. And wellness and mental health should be priorities for us all. We spend so much time at work. And improving well-being and mental health in the workplace can improve morale and working relationships. Also, it can boost workflow and productivity. And many businesses are operating under considerable strain. Business owners are faced with not only the load of business ownership and managing other people, but also managing themselves. So it's important to understand what pressures their staff are experiencing, how to support them, and provide necessary training and resources to ensure well-being and also for the owner themselves. Our amazing guest, Drona Dewey, joining us from Malaysia, strongly believes that strategies need to be embraced by all members of the work team. And business owners should be leading by example to address and ensure wellness and mental health in the workplace. Drona is a wellness trainer from a biotechnology background and has more than 10 years of experience in the research and development industry, specifically on diabetes care and lifestyle modification, focusing on mental health mindset. She's also a a passionate, well-fashioned image consultant who focuses on sustainable fashion. And these experiences have brought her to understand the significance of physical and mental well-being. And she pursued becoming a certified mental health first aider first, then a mental health response instructor certified by Mental Health Management in Australia. Drona helps business owners by helping them gain confidence to speak about mental health, creating awareness, and ensuring staff feel valued that goes a long way in improving working relationships. 
and we recommend for listeners to adhere to your physical and mental health regimen. This show is provided to enhance your awareness, understanding, and strategies of support. And if you are uh, needing mental health support or know someone who does, you know, reach out. Access crisis lines. There are plenty of online uh, phone networks, for example, in the United States, the SAMHSA's National Hotline. Uh, this is the a, a Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. You can call 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. And for those who are deaf and hard of hearing, 1-800-487-4889. And there are messaging services. Also, the U.S. Suicide Hotline. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. And for resources in the community for children and families, you know, the Department of Mental Health, Department of Health and Human Services, local resources in your communities, your churches, wherever you can go to reach out for support. You are not alone, and you do not have to suffer in silence. So on that note, I now welcome Drona to our show. Welcome, Drona. Thank you, Dr. Jean. Thank you so much for coming back to Love Light. You are such a delight, and we are delighted to have you on this particular topic that's so well needed. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, thank you. I think you've, you've given uh, a very beautiful introduction about myself. Um, um, just, you know, personally, like what I wanted to share with each and every one of the listeners here today that, you know, I would like to put a disclaimer that I'm not a mental health expert. However, my role is as a trainer, as an educator, and as a facilitator to provide a level of information that allows people to gain an idea, you know, on how good mental health and poor mental health and the mental health issues that's present. Because, you know, personally for me, I was, um, you know, post-delivery, right? I was not sure what was happening to me, the stress and all. Yes. And, and, you know, um, looking at what um, our mothers and all went through it is a very normal thing and I love what you shared uh, in one of the sessions Dr. Jane that you know it's very difficult for women to practice self-love right and yeah yeah (laughs) and this is what exactly I did you know looking at all the informations looking at the knowledge that's given I started talking about mental health um, even before COVID and then, you know, pandemic happened and the lockdown has taken the world by storm. And then I realized looking at the suicide rates um, globally and, like you know, in Malaysia, I, I, I realized that that one life matters. So I wanted to make a change. And, you know, uh, before shouting out to people, I wanted to be the change. So here I am today normalizing a help-seeking behavior. You know, just like when we are unwell, we go to a doctor. It could be the same thing, you know. uh, When you you don't feel good about yourself, when you feel that you're losing the balance, then it's very important to support someone to seek for professional help. And that's where I am here today, you know. In a position, not as an expert, you know, but in a position to find the answer for them. 
Yes, so. and 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 Jerona, you do such a, a a fantastic job because you've been on the show before, and you really talk about the outer self, the self-image, and how to look your best, which is part of the self-care, and also the inner image, you know, tending to our inner self. So it's so important, and we thank you, even if you're not uh, a, 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 a mental health uh, provider, so to speak. You are a coach, a wellness uh, consultant, and you have devoted your life to this uh, work, and uh, you have done such a fantastic job. But, Drona, here we're, we're talking about, of course, uh, the, the ramifications of COVID. You know, uh, you've, you've shared, I think you have some research on, you know, stress in the workplace, and can you talk about maybe some prevalent issues that have manifested in the workplace based on your awareness? Sure, sure, Dr. Jean. So here, what I noticed personally was, you know, um, there's the changes, right? Like COVID brought a huge impact. So the most uh, important or the prevailing one was anxiety. Mm, Uh, Of course, uh, you know, the numbers shown that 4% of the global population experience anxiety. However, Um, COVID-19 has actually um, increased this. Yes. Because, you know, they do not know what is going to happen tomorrow. They are not sure about, uh, you know, there's uncertainty in life. Uh, And I guess that it's very normal to have that. But at the same time, um, we think that, okay, what is happening? And what we do is we, we don't actually straight away go to a doctor or a professional or an expert we speak to our friends, right? So yeah. if that friend is not <clears throat> trained properly, it's going to add on more to the anxiety. So again, looking at the statistics, you know, 62% of those suffering for anxiety are said to be females. Mm, yeah. But um, looking at the workplace, males are actually, um, you know, they are leading so uh, they are most of the time in the uh, in the leadership position compared to females. But why is the number small? So here again, there is a hint that um, yes, females would open up, they would seek for help, but they are the silent um, sufferers, you know, males. Yes. So then I, I, I realized that. So I started knocking on doors of corporates and saying that okay this is what you need to do this is how you need to help your employees cope but most importantly as a business owner we need to lead by example so you know I would also put back a question to them are you doing the necessary things you know are you looking after yourself because (laughs) yeah this is something that stress you know um, are you doing things that like, you know, probably exercise, looking, talking about self-care, talking about journaling, talking about reaching out for help. Yes. Um, most of the time, we think that we are the one who's suffering and people would not understand us until there is a conversation, you know, until someone starts a conversation. So, mm. I mm. guess. Yes, that is so important. The, the males can be the silent sufferers. And, you know, it's like either way, people are suffering. And, Drona, I think we are yet to realize the impact of all of these changes on mental health. And uh, I must say that you are 
uh, part of the National Association of Women Entrepreneurs in Malaysia. So uh, you do such a great job helping women and uh, really, you know, looking after males as well, male entrepreneurs as, as well, because I think you do that in your journal, your wellness business also, right? Yes, yes, Dr. Jean. So, uh, you know, somewhere in June, there is a men's mental health oh, uh, nice. week. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually get them to share stories, you know, I get them to share their coping uh, mechanisms, their strategies. But again, talking about coping mechanism, it could sound very technical. Yes. For some. (laughs) Coping. (laughs) Yes. Uh So I just get them to say, okay, um, uh, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, you know, CEOs of companies, I will say, okay, could you just come up and speak up on what needs to be done? You know, how do you prioritize yourself? awareness or self-care so when there is sharing of stories it really makes a lot of difference you know uh, it's it's just um, it could be as simple as asking them how's their sleeping patterns how do they eat you know how do they concentrate or you know what is the reason of procrastination so these are all um, important things that I guess uh, even men needs to be heard Everyone. Not only women. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And uh, this brings me to a question about the signs. And you brought up a couple of them. You know, what are telltale signs that, you know, someone isn't doing well? Yes, I think, um, you know, I always say um, to my trainees, you know, to my clients, to my family, friends, uh, We spoke about the ABC in our previous podcast, you know, talking about um, uh, ABC, you know, talking about appearance, behavior and um, communication. Mm -hmm. So I actually put the same thing back into um, this response program. Uh, So, you know, I get them to identify the little, little changes that someone is showing. And again, the changes can only be seen by the eyes of the trained ones. You know, sometimes we would think that, okay, if this person is not um, communicating well, uh, we would just say that, okay, probably he's unwell or she's unwell. Uh, then, again, the appearance comes in. And we would say that, okay, I think she just needs a break, you know. You know, looking at um, as simple as the psychology of someone wearing a baggy shirt or T-shirt. Yes, wrinkled shirt you know, or something. Yes. Yeah, and they're actually looking comfort. And that's something that they have not been doing normally. So um, what I would say that, you know, talking about signs or symptoms that someone is showing, the first thing should be the changes. If they are a very well-groomed person and the next that you you are seeing them and there's changes in that, then something could be, uh, you know, that could be uh, like a spark to, to... to remind us that, okay, how do we start a conversation? How do we ask this person that if they are doing okay, if they are doing fine? And, you know, simple as losing interest in little, little things that they used to enjoy and they just want to isolate themselves. So um, this is how we get uh, the responders to be trained to actually look at all directions. So not only the appearance, but of course the behavior and also the communication, the choice of words that they are using, you know, all that shows an indication that, okay, are they okay? 
Are they yes. going down the slope of uh, having a poor mental health? Do they yes. need help? You know. Yeah. Yes, and that's so important uh, because one of the things that you mentioned uh, sometimes you know if you just go to a friend or something, you know, oh well, you'll be okay, and you know they just kind of brush yes. it off, and that's why you said the the professional. It's like me as a I look at the whole person, you know, and uh, as you indicated, the signs, procrastination, poor constant concentration, change in appearance, you know, the eating, the sleeping habits, the sadness, the exhaustion, maybe uninvolved in the, you know, usual social connection. So uh, these are so important to pay attention to. And I thank you so much for sharing those. Well, you know, one of the things, uh, it, it happened uh, yesterday, I was talking to a, an administrator, and uh, this person was talking about a situation uh, with a colleague who uh, all of a sudden, you know, had changes, well, she has changes in behavior, one day she's this way, next day she's that way, and uh, people are calling her evil and all of that, and I, I told the, the, the administrator, I said, has anyone thought about mental health, you know, that this person may be having some mental health issues because what happened, this person, when uh, she was confronted, she uh, went to blame and victim. She she went into a victim mode. Why is everybody Mm. picking on me? Why is everybody blaming me? You know, and, uh, uh, you know, really not knowing how to really uh, I guess trying to protect herself in a way and knowing that there are some issues and the administrator said, yeah, well, you know, we knew she had some maybe bipolar. I said, well, hey, that's the issue, you know, <laughs> and, and yes. you know, there's some there's more to it. And I I shared with the administrator, let's look behind, you know, the not just at the person and they're evil or, or they're behaving badly. What's behind that? So thank you for bringing up those points. Yes, and very commonly, you know, they, they just accuse them of being an attention seeker or a mm. manipulator. Yes. So that's what I always, um, you know, talk back to the HR or the, the bosses. I would say that I think in my eyes, she needs help. She or he needs help. Yeah. You know, then they would just uh, pause and they would be like, I think so. Because, you know, they don't have that eyes of that compassion of, I would say lack of awareness. Yes, yes. And, uh, Jonah, what is mental health? What do you, what's your definition of that? So we can be clear with our listeners. (laughs) Okay. So again, you know, coming from a biotech background as a researcher, I always believe that the source of information is very important. So, you know, uh, it should, it should come from a reliable source. So for me, I always refer back to WHO, which is the World Health Organization. So according to WHO, mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities. Yeah, And they can cope with the normal stresses of life and can work productively and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. So in short, what I believe is that, you know, when someone is um, is unable to contribute or to work productively, so then they would um, move towards a slope of having a poor mental health, poorer mental health. I would not say that immediately it's, uh, you know, because it's more than absence of uh, mental disorders or mental illness. 
right dr jean so and yes. at the same time there is no health without mental health so yes. in, in short uh, you know because i get this question and if someone would ask me so i would always like to say back again referring to a quote that was quoted by a psychiatrist he said that if if they lose their functionality you know their daily function then they would already need to seek for professional help mm yeah yeah and okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now go ahead. yeah and early uh, in uh, early intervention produces better results and mm-hmm. this is proven again by science but very commonly you know due to the stigma mm-hmm. and due to their fear uh, people do not go and seek for help they would just brush it off and say that okay this is stress mm-hmm. you know okay this right. is uh, it, it it's very normal so that's mm-hmm. why um, you know we don't talk to professionals uh, immediately we talk to people around us that's why as a, a responder i always always get my responders to you know to okay to get trained and mm-hmm. to get them to communicate well it Good. could be as easy as okay please let me know how can i help you you know okay. i don't know what to do how yes. can i help you simple simple okay. questions or dialogue like this Okay. All right. Well, let, let's keep your thought, uh, Drona. It's time for a brief commercial break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more on wellness and mental health in the workplace with our amazing guest, Drona Dewey, joining us from Malaysia, wellness trainer, certified mental health responder. And she is a National Association of Women Entrepreneurs in Malaysia member and uh, a well-fashioned image consultant. So don't go away. We will be right back. Stay tuned. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. 
Just search Essential Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to publishedmagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of love, we are delighted to have our amazing guest, Drona Dewey, joining us today from Malaysia. She's a wellness trainer, certified mental health responder. She's part of the National Association of Women Entrepreneurs in Malaysia and Well Fashion Image Consultant. On our show this day, talking about mental health in the workplace, wellness and mental health in the workplace. So, Drona, why do you think that it's so difficult for people to really openly discuss mental health? Okay, so this is a very, uh, you know, uh, a good question uh, because, you know, when I started this, I, I asked this question to myself, you know, because I have a lot of personal stories to share 
even Good. when my grandmother you know they they came from nepal and they settled down in malaysia so she was in isolation she was not meeting her friends you know she was uh, um she was missing her family so then i started doing a research on you know why did she go down the slope of her poor mental health and i realized that there's a lot of um, barriers to seeking help number 1 that i personally feel is the fear yes. that okay what would people think what would society think i think even in businesses when i speak to uh, the employees and all they would say you know very quietly come and tell me that please don't share this with my boss because i'm afraid that uh, uh, you know if they get certain you know if they are diagnosed with certain mental health um, disorders they would be uh, they might lose their job yes so you know these are all the assumptions that people make and out of fear of course and they are unaware uh, you know there's a lot of thick stigmas culture that you know when you're unwell they would straight away say that uh, you know black magic <laughs> you know these these are the common things yeah. they would say oh yeah. i think uh, probably something has happened or probably something right yeah <laughs> put a spell on you right <laughs> yes so you know i i and i would always remind them and say that no this is 2022 let's look back at what our medical um, experts have to offer you know yes. of course i cannot stop uh, adults especially from you know uh, getting their help you know some people have their ways of uh, fixing themselves but as a responder as a certified uh, mental health responder as an instructor i always would remind them and said okay you know get them to come sit you know looking at zoom now yes it's a savior to business but of course it has also brought its own issues so yeah. here they do not have i noticed that employees cannot um say no to their bosses out of fear yeah and culture and also unawareness they they are unaware that they need to exercise for example you know they need to eat good food they need to uh, sedentary lifestyle has to stop it has to you know you need to have cultivate new habits and most importantly dr dr uh, jane i i realized that you know people don't do what they know mm. that is the problem when mm-hmm. it comes to mental health we all know that we need to uh you know go out we need to go with nature we need to bond with nature you know nature has so much to offer but why are we not doing it so again uh, you know talking about mental health there's a lot of psychological um risk factors there's biological there's environmental right so yes. as a responder myself i cannot pinpoint the mistakes but of course i can always create an awareness and you know uh, when somebody is coming to me and saying that okay drana i don't feel like doing anything i know sometimes you know depression could just feel like you don't feel like getting up you just want to lay on your bed the whole day Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you know, especially when they don't seek for help, that would worsen. So you know, as a friend, uh, again, I'm not talking as an expert, but as a friend, as a relative, I would always pick them up and say, "Okay, let's do this. Let's yes. go for a hike. Yes. Let's go for 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 a walk." You know, yes. even that one kilometer walk, I think, would make a lot, a huge difference. Yes. 
okay let's not say 1 km maybe 500 meter yeah yes. so this is <laughs> yeah. this is something that i realized that you know um people know that yes i need to do this for a good mental health i need to live life to the fullest but again we uh, humans are always uh, in denial yes you know we are we are in denial unless we have an awareness someone who has shared something you know talking about self love or creating healthy boundaries or talking about what are the things that we can control what we can't control are we mm-hmm. reacting to situation or are we responding to situation so these all requires um people like you i think you know to have this platform you. you have a platform yes in our very own ways we are making a difference so i think oh, yeah. that is the most important thing um to to break the barrier to break the stigma that revolves around mental health and and you know one of the things that you talked about is that we know what we we need or what brings us joy and i i can attest when we were on lockdown during covid I, of course i've been in yoga forever and i was with a great group and all of a sudden with covid everything dismantled the wise closed down and you know I'm, i i tried to kind of do some things at home but i just couldn't <laughs> sustain it and i just felt just more tired and i'm like okay you know this feeling it's all because you are out of your regimen off your regimen and of course uh when everything changed and of course now back in yoga and and i feel so much better you know pilates yoga you know and just kind of being around others and connecting with others it made all the difference for me so again i love your message if you know what you need do it and the litmus test for me and for you is how it makes you feel And one of the things also Jonna that I want to mention is that uh mental health really is for everyone. We talk about the stigma and the fear and all of that, but you know, mental health is for everyone. And I say that you are going through some type of transitional situational change. Uh maybe a loss of a relationship, a breakup, or the death of a loved one, a change in a geographical location. you know any change can make us get us off center with our own you know health issues so these things can be easily resolved you know really uh, uh if we kind of look at well why am i feeling this way or i need time to adjust to a new job a new place and of course some issues are you know need more uh, medical attention and help but regardless communication sharing and caring can help Yes, 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 definitely communication. Yes. yes. One of the things that you mentioned about the workplace and the fact that um uh and I think you talked a little bit about Zoom meetings. Uh, uh people are see a lot of that is really time consuming that they're they don't have con- can you talk about that a little bit more because sometimes I think and I've heard people talk about that gosh I just don't feel like I have time I'm always in these meetings and it's so intrusive what are your thoughts about that because I know we've had to re- uh you know go to that mode in order to survive but uh people felt even more you know even though it has advantages but people feel a little bit more intrusive what are your thoughts about that to achieve balance yes and you know i was also put in that situation <laughs> always complaining about no time for my kids 
mm-hmm. and you know I don't have time for myself. Uh, it took me some time. I think about one week or two to realize that okay, I need to pause. I need mm. to manage my time. I need to manage myself because you know, uh, and this is something that I learned when I attended a, a webinar with the youths and. Uh, you know, I learned this from them, and they said that you know we cannot manage time. Time will just move forward. It's just uh, you know existing. Yes, yes, we need to manage ourselves. So yes. that's when I said, okay, wow, this is a very good message from me from the universe. You know, yes. so I started uh, putting healthy boundaries. So certain things that I I don't do like nine to five. There's no meetings after five p.m. That's my 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 time, mm. my me yes. time. Five thirty yes. is my uh, exercise time. Mm. So five thirty to six thirty is a routine that I fix daily. You know, mm. um, except that. for the weekends because yes. you know that's the time that I need to um, like go out and take my kids out for a drive. Yeah, things are opening up here in Malaysia, so you know they are happier because they need to go out. Kids, right? As young as five years old, they already understand what is mental health, you know. And what I started doing is I have a routine. Okay, when my start my son leaves to school, this is what I'm going to do. Sometimes I will do a morning uh, workout, you know, just half an hour. Yes. Yeah. And then do I'll do my meditation, do my prayers, and then I would prepare lunch. And then you know, pick him up from school, come back, take my nap, and then you know, do whatever work that I need to uh, complete. That's the beauty about working online and you know, working from home. Yeah, I don't have to uh, worry about okay, going into the clocking into the office yes. and all. Yeah. But uh, most importantly, what I did was this a mindset shift, and I said, okay, this is what life is going to be, and you know, this is what I need to. You know, set boundaries, and I mm. guess that setting boundaries, setting goals, is something that people have been spoken about for a very long time, especially for business owner, entrepreneurs, you know, for individuals. Uh, so once when the routine is fixed, it's put in place, and of course uh, there is. When I'm in a compromising situation, I always ask myself, okay, Rana, what do you want? Mm, what yes. do you need? So even for me, Doctor Jean, I have reached out to like a clinical psychologist. You know, yes, I've yes. reached out to a counselor. Of course, uh, you know, talk therapy helps for me. Yes, Sometimes I just yes. need to talk to someone to manage my staffs, yes. to manage my interns. You know, and you yes. know, there's a generational gap there, generation gap. You know, talking about uh, my age and you know trying to fit in. The the recent generation. How do I talk to them? So constantly, um, there is a learning process. Yes. yes. Yeah. So mm. I always always believe in communication. I learn to talk to people. I yes. learn how to even like talk to a five year old to a three year old. You know, I learn to reach out and ask for help. So when I started asking for help and seeking help and you know delegating certain jobs, I felt so good. Yes, yes, yes. I felt really, really good. So I took the opportunity to share it with people around us. So that's why mental health response came uh, into the picture, you know, and meeting wonderful people like you, even uh, you know, co-authoring a book, you know. Yes. Although I could just give a, a excuse and say that oh, I don't have time, but I actually. Managed, you know. Whenever the kids are asleep, that's when I actually take out a book and I start writing. So that's how 
you know I could contribute towards the um, the book. Yes, and and I really appreciate you sharing a little bit about your schedule because so many times we say, well, I don't have time, but it's like, how can I make time for myself? And uh, I love what you said about setting boundaries because even with work at home and Zoom meetings and all of that, it's like everything is compiled. The kids are there, you got to get them off, you got to fix, and then you got to have the Zoom. So I think now more than ever, you need (laughs) to set those boundaries, right? And have a schedule for yourself. Yes, and you know mm-hmm. we need to learn. We need to learn to say no. <laughs> yes, yes, I've I've done that. <laughs> yes, and it feels so bosses. good. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. To, to anyone, you know, sometimes yes. uh, we we think that oh, uh, I know what would my boss think, but I would always ask back the employees: Have you tried saying that? You know, have you tried communicating? Do not assume. So then, when they use it, or even for me, when I say learn how to say no like how you said you know I felt really good about myself well Drona that is very empowering to say no you know because I've had to sort out my schedule and it's like okay I want to do this I'm done with that you know this doesn't work anymore and I feel so good because there was a time where I took on everything and I was drained Drona you talk about uh before we go into break maybe briefly share uh you know, as a mental health responder or whatever, uh, how do you respond? Do you be reactive? Uh, you have a, uh, an interesting theory. I know we may not be able to get into all of it before we go on break, <laughs> but just sharing, you know, responding, reacting. Shed light on that before we go into break. We have just a, a minute or so before we tie up this. Okay, so actually, originally, this this theory, cockroach theory, was shared by Sundar Pichai, the Google CEO, you know, where he spoke about uh, looking at a restaurant and suddenly a cockroach flew from somewhere and, you know, sat on a lady and she started screaming out of here, you know. And there was another male, the waiter, who actually rushed towards to rescue. And, you know, what he did, very firmly he composed himself and he just took off the cockroach and threw it out. I, I'm actually just keeping it very short. Yeah. Yes. So here, what he noticed that was the cockroach um, responsible for the historic behavior, you know, where she was hysteria. Was it responsible for her behavior? Yes, yes, yes. I love that. You know, really, we are responsible for ourselves and to regulate ourselves and not be just tuned in more so to the outside world. How can I regulate myself? Well, Joanna, we're going to move into a break. It's that time now. So for our listeners, stay tuned. We will be right back with more on wellness and mental health in the workplace with our amazing guest, Joanna Dewey, joining us today from Malaysia. She's a wellness trainer, well-fashioned image consultant, certified mental health responder, and she's part of the National Association of Women Entrepreneurs in Malaysia. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender 
but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, our natural state of being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. We are delighted to have our amazing guest, Jonah Dewey, joining us today from Malaysia. She is a wellness trainer, well fashioned image consultant, certified mental health responder, and part of the National Association of Women Entrepreneurs in Malaysia on our show, Wellness and Mental Health in the Workplace. And Drona, uh, what are some self-care tips or ways that strategies to manage our mental health? You know, for our listeners, we're, we're looking at some final tips and points to share, to bring it home. Sure, sure. I think most importantly, um, Dr. Jean, it's the self-awareness, you know, that we have to understand that we cannot pour out from an empty vessel. Mm. So once Indeed. we are aware, then these strategies that I'm going to share would be, uh, would fall, will fall in place, you know, because uh, when we are not stressed with things around us, and I think stress is very normal part of life. There could be good stress, bad stress, but it's, what we need to do is to improve our ability to cope the stress, right? So yes. exercise plays a part, you know, it has to be a part of our daily routine. I think even uh, WHO recommends 150 minutes of exercise per week. So if you're going to calculate approximately about 30 minutes per day, yeah, and there's a lot of benefits, you know, talking from the uh, wellness point of view and, you know, uh, from the backed by science, there's a lot of benefits of exercise where it can help in, you know, retaining self-control, assisting our body to cope with negative uh, psychological changes. And of course, when we talk about exercise, uh, we also need to talk about food. Yeah. So food, we need to eat balanced diet, high in nutrients. And, you know, when you know that you are under stress, the caffeine intakes have to reduce and, you know, emotional eating comes in. So if you are snacking, you are being very um, stressed about situations. So we always revert back to food, you know, and food has always been like a reward for many of us. So I think that should stop. As exercise should not be a punishment for the body and food should not be a reward. But most importantly, we need to enjoy. We need to have fun with what we are doing. Yeah. And, you know, talking about the food that affects our brain, I think there's a lot. And I guess that talking about wellness as well, it's a multi-million, billion-dollar business. So we need to seek, you know, for professional help. It could be as easy as speaking to a dietitian and sharing to, uh, with him or her, you know, what are the things that's happening to you and eat what affects our brains, our body, our mood and our mental and physical health. I think that needs to be given priority. And I know business owners, you know, when we do go for networking, alcohol is there. So yes. as much as possible, you know, avoid alcohol because, you know, alcohol makes changes to the brain. Yeah. So it would actually um, contribute 
back towards our anxiety and stress we don't realize that you know sometimes people would say that okay this is a coping mechanism but it's a negative cop- coping mechanism where it has to st- stop but uh, of course you know i can't just straight away put a stop so i would say that avoid it as much as possible and you know me time to take time out every day it could be just closing the office or the bedroom door sitting taking a deep breath dancing meditating you know some people would like to play games or you know just running around with the with your kids so that could be little little things and uh, limit the amount of time spent watching the news or on social media because sometimes yes. that could contribute back to our negative um thoughts or you know anxiety yeah and i i guess the most important thing as a responder what i wanted to share is that reach out talk to a supportive and understanding person i think you know you need to find someone who's trustworthy yeah uh, and i guess that if you can't find be that person be that one person mm. who's less judgmental you know active listening skills needs to come in that you speak more you listen uh, you you speak less and listen more so these are the important things that i guess that i needed to share and mm-hmm. i i really hope that each and every one of the listeners today would resonate and you know and quickly put it into practice Yes. And you know, Joanna, music is a mood changer. Uh what you're saying try to find time to find your joy and enjoy life, you know. Uh, uh don't get bogged down in the news and, you know, negative uh communication or being judgmental. You know, be the change you want to see. And Joanna, you are here saving lives one at a time. <laughs> and you I'm sure with all the strategies that you uh teach it is all about building resilience. Can you talk about that and how it can it involves that psychological shift by modifying the thought process through resilience. Yes, you know uh Dr. Jean when when I underwent uh, situations in life, you know, and I I guess that there's also a a, a research that shows that if you have undergo that uh, you know if you gone through the same similar situation where others are undergoing the yes. empathy would be less because you have underwent it and you think that okay i did it you know i came out stronger so with that research that's available i started putting it into myself and i said okay if someone is sharing a similar uh, experience do not put your personal story inside it you know i uh, do not share that okay i did this to improve so why can't you you know asking someone yes. who has That's reached out to you isn't it not a lot of compassion there right <laughs> yes yes Ego. so so uh and you know uh, most importantly it's not only about um undergoing the situation it's not only bouncing back but also bouncing it stronger yeah. and you know it's about uh, improving ourselves and bouncing forward So if yes. you can ask me what do you do and how do you do you know how do, did I do it I guess that it takes a lot of mental strength it takes a lot of practice a lot of hard work and practice like you know talking about calmness we yes. can learn to be calm but we need to practice it 
right mm, yes, we yes. if somebody is shouting if your boss is shouting or if your employees are shouting at you how are you going to respond so the very common thing what we do is if you have mm-hmm. if you lack mental strength you would just shout back and you would throw anger mm yes yeah yeah so resilient people acknowledge a situation they learn from it and actively they move forward So let me quickly mm-hmm. share three okay. helpful uh, strategies okay. to help build resilience. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think the, the first one would be to view adversity as an opportunity, you know, change the way you interpret mm-hmm. and respond to stress. Okay. And you know, take the opportunity to learn. Change is part of life. Accept, adapt to change and you know, focus on how to be best to manage it. And okay. thirdly, thirdly is to communicate, learn to talk. to reach out and ask for help. So Beautiful. for today's okay. you know for today's session I would like to um open up you know 30 minutes of free consultation you know just, you can just talk to me if you do not want to talk you know you can just write an email to me I am not going to provide solutions because I'm not a mental health expert but at least I'm there to listen to right. you. Right so so how can listeners connect with you what do they need? Yeah. They they could drop me an email, yeah. Okay. An email at uh, Drona Wellness D R O N A W E L L N E S S at okay. gmail dot com. Okay, nicely done. Thank you, Drona, for joining us today. We've learned a lot about wellness and mental health, and thank you for sharing the importance of being aware and taking the steps to support entrepreneurs and employees. Join us next thank week for, for our. Thank you for having me. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Join us next week for our show Healing Disease and Pain with Remote Energy with Leslie Sullivan. Access your weekly love practice exercise by visiting the blog page of my website www.jeanfairsjourney.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, wellness is so important. It's an integration of our body, mind, and spirit. Take care of your entire well-being. You know, your well-being and self-care is your primary responsibility. Most importantly, access resources for immediate support. You are not alone. You do not have to suffer in silence. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your host, coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your Love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.